This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as we get set for the U.S. Open. Stanley Cup finals starting tonight between the Lightning and the Avalanche. Let's talk about all that on the Roman Guest Line with Ian McMillan, senior editor for BetSided. He's going to talk to us about a lot of things, including maybe uh, Brooks Kepka, maybe the U.S. Open, maybe the Falcons win total. We'll get to it all. Ian, welcome back to the show. Uh, let's start with the U.S. Open. Uh, big picture thoughts on Brookline, on this course, on what we might see starting tomorrow. What, what's your overall thought on uh, where we're at with the um, this slate of golfers and this U.S. Open at Brookline? Yeah, I think it's one of the most uh, anticipated U.S. Opens here in recent memory, especially obviously with the live uh, golf thing going on and all the drama surrounding that. But hey, golf's in a fantastic spot. The amount of guys who couldn't theory win this week, uh, I mean, there's probably like 50 guys I could see possibly win this week. Golf is in a very good spot, a lot of good competition, and this course seems like it's it's a beautiful course. going to be very challenging as well, which is what we always like to see from the U.S. Open. All right, Ian, you know we got to go to Brooks Kepka. You're pounding your fist on the table. Stop betting on Kepka. Kepka's not going to win. So uh, we were talking about it last se- segment, and, um, and I'm thinking you need to make an agreement on a, a Brooksy tattoo if he wins the U.S. Open. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to make another tattoo back to be honest. Come on. one per year. I don't know. <laughs> if I keep making them at some point, I'm going to end up getting a tattoo. But no. But yeah, I'm shouting from the mountaintops, and I have for the first two majors this year, too. Like, can we stop just betting on Brooks Gepka at every single major tournament? Every single time a major comes around, I see countless people on Twitter being like, oh, but oh, Brooks Gepka at this price. I have to bet on him at this price. No, you don't. You literally don't have to. This is a guy who, heading into this week, ranks 94th on tour in total strokes gained, 123rd in strokes gained tee to green. The two majors this year, he missed a cut of the Masters. He finished T55 at the PGA Championship. Like, this is not the old Brooks Kepka. Not to say he can't get back to the way that he was in 2017 and 2018, but it ain't going to happen this year. He hasn't shown any flashes of good golf at any point this year, and he's fighting off some kind of injury. Uh, which seems to be nagging him for a while as well. His last win was over a year ago at the Waste Management. And then I saw some people say to me, oh, but he finished you know, second place at the BGA Championship. Yeah, he couldn't beat Phil Mickelson, a 52-year-old Phil Mickelson, in the final round of the BGA Championship. That's not exactly a promising sign either. So can we all just like get off the Brooks Kepka train for a little bit here? At least wait to see him like play well in one tournament before we start betting on him at every major again? So along similar lines, 
lines. I have this FOMO factor with Will Zalatoris. I love the kid. I love the way he plays. He's been knocking on the door. I think it might be a little unrealistic to think his first major win is going to be at the U.S. Open, but the, I don't want to like stop betting him because I feel like he's going to win one eventually. No, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, uh, I actually haven't bet on Will Zalatoris on a major yet, but I actually am betting uh, on him this week. Um, I talked to him before the Masters, and I, and I asked him because I was curious from a betting standpoint, like which golf courses does he feel like he can uh, succeed at the most? And he says the longer and, and tougher the golf course is, the better he performs, which mm-hmm. kind of holds up uh, to why uh, he does so well at major tournaments because that's what major tournaments are. And don't forget, he finished uh, he lost in the playoff this year at Torrey Pines, at the, at the non-major event at Torrey Pines this year, but that was the host of the U.S. Open last year so he's proven he can play well at u.s open style of courses obviously he has that major history he's one of the best golfers team green i think he's second right now on tour and strokes and team green uh this could be the week that zalatoris finally gets over uh, gets over the hump and, and, and wins a major and give us a couple uh, of plays you like for this week could be you know short favorites could be long shots who do you have your eye on as we head towards the u.s open yeah, there's one golfer I've bet on a ton this year. He hasn't won yet. Um, this is going to be the last time that I do it, even though I think I've said that a couple times already. Um, but his numbers are just too good to ignore, and that's Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, he leads the tour right now in total strokes game. He has absolutely no weaknesses. He ranks in like the top 40 in basically every single statistic you look at. He's one of the best guys in the green. And I'm sure uh, you three have heard this, but uh, he won the 2000, uh, 2013 U.S. Amateur, which was held at this course. So he has that little bit of confidence, that little bit of experience uh, at Brookline that maybe some other uh, other golfers don't have. So obviously the big issue with him, he hasn't won uh, in North America yet in his career. But like I said, statistically, he's first in total strokes games. Even though he doesn't have a win, he's statistically been the best golfer on tour. And he's you know, not listed in the top five, top six, top seven uh, odds to win this week. So I, I think if you're looking uh, at someone near the top, but you don't want to go with a favorite, uh, I think Fitz, Fitzpatrick is the way to go. Ian, it doesn't seem like anyone is jumping at the opportunity to bet on one of these live tour players. Are you? Because uh, I'm asking, because there's one that really stands out and it's down the board a little bit. You can get Louis Ustazen at 75 to 1. Last uh, three U.S. Opens, two three and seven. Do you like Louie or any of the live tour players? I don't really love any of the live tour players. No, because none of the, the, the top guys even really played well in that live, you know, the first live tour event last week. Like I like Dustin Johnson should have based on the field should have won that event by five strokes. Uh, and he finished like eighth place or something. Uh, Louie Ustase. And yes, he does have that, uh, you know, that history at the majors. He's always competing. But even before he made the switch over uh, to live, he wasn't really playing good uh, either in majors or, you know, in normal PGA Tour events. He withdrew from the Masters with an injury after shooting 76 the first round. He finished T60 at the PGA Championship. Uh, Before that, like, he only had two top 20 finishes, and his last one was back at the Waste Management Phoenix Open way back in February. So Mm -hmm. I get it just based on a Louis Ustays and major history kind of, you know, results that we've seen from him. But I just haven't seen him play. It's kind of a similar. It's he's like a lesser Brooks Kepka in the sense that people want to bet on him because of his history at the majors. But I just haven't seen anything in 2022 that makes me want to, you know, bet my money on him. Do, do you want to see the? Do you want one of them to be near the top of the leaderboard on Sunday? 
Yes. I don't want to see any of them win, oh, yeah. but I think if one was in contention, I think, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of people are saying the live golf thing is bad for golf, and, and I get that standpoint as well. But also, this is the most anyone, like, non-golf fans have heard about and talked about golf in a while, probably since, you know, Tiger Woods won the Masters a couple of years ago. So uh, I think it would be, in terms of viewership and numbers and, and the general buzz around the tournament, I think one being in contention heading into Sunday would, would be a good storyline. I am right there with you. What about a long shot? We, you were talking um, about Zalatoris saying the more difficult the course, um, the more he likes it and the better he plays. And the same can be said about Tommy Fleetwood. And I've heard him saying that he really loves this Brookline course. Um, would you do any bets with Fleetwood? Fleetwood is a guy I used to wager on quite a bit a couple of years ago, but he, he's just he, – He's one of those guys that just, I mean, he, he hasn't won in North America, but then again, I just gave him Fitzpatrick, and he hasn't won in North America either. So I'm kind of, you know, being a hypocrite about that. But uh, he's just had issues closing out tournaments. But, I mean, I do think his style of play does fit the course. We've seen him. Uh, he's in pretty good form. He had a pretty strong finish at the PGA Championship last month. So I wouldn't argue against the Tommy Fleetwood bet. Uh, like you said, he does say that he likes his course, and I, I think it does fit his game. It's not a bet I'm kind of rushing to make, though. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Ian, let's jump to the NHL. Stanley Cup starts tonight. We have the Lightning. We have the Avalanche. Avalanche, the favorite in the series. What do you make of this? I mean, you have three. I mean, Tampa Bay's going for three in a row here. Avalanche has been the best team, the favorite to win this the entire time. Do you like the Lightning plus money, or do you think this is the Avalanche's year? I do like the Lightning based on the current price right now. I think the Avalanche should be favored, but I, I, I think I, I think they're being more favored than what they should be. This Avalanche team, I haven't been as high on them as other uh, people have the entire season. Are they a fantastic team? Yes. Uh, can they win the Cup? Yes, absolutely. But they do have some holes that maybe not a lot of people are talking about. Their defense uh, had holes in them uh, at times during the regular season. I think they ranked in the bottom 10 in high-danger scoring chances allowed. Their goaltending in the postseason actually hasn't been great, uh, despite you know two series sweeps and the other one was going six games. They have a sub ninety percent save percentage in the postseason, uh, and of course, Kadri being over for them, uh, one of the best second line centers in the NHL, is a big storyline that people got to keep an eye on because he was a, a very key player in their success this year. So I, I do think the betting value is on the Lightning, and it can't be overstated how much the playoff experience uh, goes in their favor as well. So, Con Smythe, we've got to go uh, to the netminder, right? I actually don't think so. I, I, I think uh, okay. if, if you go to the Avalanche, I think it has to be Kale McCarr. He's setting, I mean, he leads the Avalanche in points this, this 
uh, these playoffs as a defenseman. Like he's setting defensive records. Uh, so I think if the Avalanche win, I think it's Kale McCarr. Vasilevsky kind of brought it on there um, a little bit against the Rangers in the end, but I think Kucherov uh, would win Conn Smythe uh, if the Lightning go on to win. He's been their, their point leader all playoffs. Uh, he's been, you know, the, the best player for them all season. Uh, obviously, the regular season doesn't, you know, come in a, a consideration for the Conn Smythe. But Vasilevsky at times, especially in the first series against the Maple Leaf, didn't exactly show his best stuff. And same with the first two games against the Rangers. So obviously we still have you know a whole series to get through. We'll see what happens. But I think I'd go Kucherov for the Lightning, uh, Makar for the Avalanche. What are your favorite bets for tonight, game one? Uh, so I do like the Lightning tonight for the reasons that, 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 that I like them for the series as well. Another uh, play that I like quite a bit is uh, Palat. Andres Palat just record at least one point. Uh, I got it at minus 120, shorter odds than uh, Kucherov, Stamkos, and Hedman, but he has the second most points uh, on the Lightning this postseason. He's obviously benefiting from playing on a line with Stamkos and Kucherov, so general good strategy uh, when betting on uh, players to get a point uh, in a game is to take the the non-household name that plays on a line with two other All-Stars. That's plot. So minus 120, and he has seven points in their last four games as well, so... Uh, I like him for if you're looking for a little player prop game one. Ian, earlier in the show, we were bouncing around with some NFL win totals, you know, t- teams that are not projected to be any good but could go over. Ian, I-, I came to your Falcons. Four and a half, I'm seeing even money on the over. The schedule is light. Two games against the Carolina Panthers. They get the Browns early without potentially Deshaun Watson. What are you thinking? Um, year two of Arthur Smith, obviously no Matt Ryan this year, which changes things to the quarterback position. Four and a half is the win total on your Atlanta Falcons. And what's your take? Uh, take under. I'm booting the season. The Falcons are, are punching the season here. Uh, they're, they're, they're in, in they're, they have an issue with their cap space right now. So they've basically come out and said they can't do anything with the team right now because of the way that their cap is. So they're, they're just basically wasting the season. And then next offseason, their cap opens up because Julio and Matt Ryan get off their books. But one, I will say one positive thing about the Falcons is that their secondary is going to be uh, very good this year. Uh, obviously, A.J. Terrell, uh, they find the other corner. I, I don't know why I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, but their secondary is going to be good this year, and that's basically going to be it. So uh, I have no faith in Marcus Mariota. They have almost no receiver outside of uh, Drake London. So I'll take the under on that for the Falcons. I circle uh, back to golf for a little bit. You said uh, you felt Zeltors could win. Uh, Fitzpatrick, a guy that you singled out. Any other players that you wanted to mention, if it's moving down the board, specific matchups, top uh, 5, 10, any other golf markets that you're looking in? Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll give a, a, a massive long shot. I think his odds are like 100 to 1 or 150 to 1. This might be a, a play if you want to go top 20. Uh, I'm betting on this guy to finish in the top 20. That's where I'm going with him. Uh, but Luke List, um, I've been harping all week. The U.S. Open is all about the statistic called strokes gained off the tee. You have to be very good driving the golf ball. Luke List, 11th in strokes gained off the tee. He's 23rd in approach. Now, his biggest issue and why he hasn't had a ton of success um, uh, this season is he ranks 202nd in strokes gained putting. Uh, so not a great putter, but even if he has an average putting weekend, he's going to be in contention. And I mentioned earlier, Zalatoris lost in the playoff at Torrey Pines, which was last year's U.S. Open venue. The guy he lost to at Torrey Pines was Luke List. So Luke List has already won at a U.S. Open-style course 
this year. Um, like I said, he's way down the odds list. I think either 100 or 150 to 1. So maybe not a play to win because of his putting. Um, but I like him top 20. And I think I got him around like a little short of 5 to 1 odds for him to finish in the top 20. So that's the second time we've heard Luke List being suggested, but I'm I'm more intrigued by this tattoo thing. Were you nervous you might have had to get that tattoo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's why I, I, I people have asked me to make more tattoo pets. I would rather not because I was uh, one of the most nervous that nervous I've ever been was before that the tattoo game with Arkansas. So um, no, I will not be making any tattoo bets. Maybe I'll make one a year. Maybe I'll feel what? I'll, I'll, I'll you left the door that. open. You left the door open. That's all I needed to hear. One a yeah. year, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes, I, 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 one a year I'll do, and then eventually I'm sure I'll have to get a tattoo. But one a year, I think I can manage. All I right, you just want a tattoo. I think so, too. Let's be honest here. He does. <laughs> he does. Ian, every, every time you come on the show, we'll have a different idea for you of a tattoo you can get. So don't worry about that. We'll, we'll provide the ideas. Ian, appreciate you hopping on. Ian McMillan on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. We'll dive into today's MLB card next right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.